You know what cheers me up? What? Rolled up aces over kings. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The House of Cards. Today, the game is different with author and professional poker player Ashley Adams. Okay, you have some skill. Hi, everybody. This is Ashley Adams, your host for the hour of House of Cards. We've got a couple of guests and a mailbag segment. First, the guests. Our first guest is Mark Durant. He is an information specialist for Poker Atlas. So we're going to talk to him about uh, poker and poker rooms and what's going on in Atlantic City as well as other parts of the country. And then we're going to be talking to... uh, a woman that I wish this show were television, but she is a very interesting guest. Her name is Marilyn Comiskey. She is one of the Royal Flush Girls for the World Poker Tour. She's an internationally traveled model and uh, a very interesting woman. I think you'll have a fun time listening to her, if not looking at her. So stay tuned. We'll be back after a quick break. Want some more excitement in your life? Sign up at TropicanaCasino.com with promo code RADIO and you'll get up to $100 real cash back plus for a limited time $10 in free bonus money to play with. Enjoy slot and casino games like Wheel of Fortune, Cleopatra, Monopoly, Blackjack, and much more. Play on desktop or mobile device with our iOS and Android apps. Must be 21 or over and located in New Jersey. New pictures only. $10 minimum deposit and a waiter required to qualify for $100 real cash back. Bonus money must be played through one time before withdrawal. Rules and date supply. Gambling problem? Call one The key to winning poker is knowledge, and winning No Limit Hold'em, the new book by World Series of Poker veteran Ashley Adams, can give you that knowledge. Cash games, small tournaments, whether you're a seasoned player, a novice, or just find yourself losing more often than you win, winning No Limit Hold'em can show every type of player how to consistently win at the game of No Limit Hold'em. You know it's been said that winning isn't everything, but it sure feels a whole lot better than losing. Get winning No Limit Hold'em, the new book by Ashley Adams, and start winning today. Now available at Amazon.com and wherever great books are sold. We at House of Cards want to wish you the happiest of holidays. And in celebration of the holiday season, we would like to present that beautiful holiday favorite, Silent Night, sung by that wonderful soprano, Chewbacca. listening to House of Cards on the House of Cards Radio Network. Check us out at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams. Take the cards, big man. Show us how it's played. Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams from House of Cards, your host. And we have 
a great guest. Uh, I think he's been on a few times before. I know that his company has been represented before. His name is Mark Durant. He is an information specialist for Poker Atlas, uh, one of my favorite Internet sites and an absolute necessity if you are a poker traveler as I am. Mark, are you there? I'm right here, Ashley. How are you, my friend? I am well. So where is here? Where are you? I am in my house in Greenfield, Massachusetts. You're in Greenfield, Massachusetts. I had no idea. <laughs> yes, I am. 90 miles from Boston. Yeah. You, you, well, you know it well. <laughs> well, when you play poker, what's the nearest poker room? Is it Foxwoods or is it Turning Stone? Oh, well, Foxwoods. Well, actually, Mohegan's the closest. Mohegan, yeah. Me. Okay. Yeah, Mohegan would be closest. If you're talking about strictly a card room, it would be the Keene Poker Room in New Hampshire, which is about 35 minutes from my front door. Well, I have played at the Keene Room. It, it's it's a little bit further away than the Hinsdale Room yep. used to be when there was a Hinsdale Room, right? Yep, correct. That, that actually moved from Hinsdale to Keene. Right, it, when they closed the track. Exactly. You know, you and I may be the two people who know or have visited the most poker rooms in the United States. I don't know. Do you spend a lot of time on the road visiting poker rooms? I, I think that's a safe assumption. I, uh, I've spent a lot of time in a lot of different poker rooms, for sure. No question about it. So where was your most recent trip? Recently? Uh, in fact, I just got back about three hours ago or so from uh, a five-day trip between uh, Dover Downs and Atlantic City. So... Um, we're going to talk about the Poker Atlas, but before we do, tell us what's mm-hmm. going on in Atlantic City. The last time I was there, they had just closed Revel. They were talking about closing the yep. Taj. They had just closed the Showboat. What, what's going on now? Who has poker and who doesn't? Well, right, it, it's kind of ironic, actually. I know probably the last time you had been down there, and I know certainly a couple of years ago when I was down there, you had probably seven to eight poker rooms. And since then, the Showboat closed entirely. Uh, Trump Taj Mahal closed its poker room. Uh, there had been rumors that it was going to be reopened, but there's also a legal battle ensuing that I was made aware of when I, in, in this last trip. So there's a lot pending there. I know Tom Gito was um, outspoken about wanting to reopen it. He was the poker manager there before they closed. So, I mean, obviously the, the whole thing about them closing the entire casino, obviously there's a lot of litigation that's going on with that. So I don't know all the particulars, but... There is talk about reopening it at the same location where it was just uh, below the escalators there. So, you know, you've only got five rooms now. You know? And there's more rooms, believe it or not, in the marina. All three marina casinos have poker, which obviously Borgata, Harris, and Golden Nugget. And the only two on the boardwalk are Tropicana and Bally's. So Bally's. Just the five. Bally's. I thought they were having it at the Wild West. They consolidated it over <laughs> there. Is that... Yeah, I mean, yeah, essentially it, it's the Wild Wild West. I mean, it's located in the old Wild Wild West. Essentially, Bally is just the entire property. They just kind of named it that because they had the Wild Wild West theme to it. So technically speaking, I suppose you can call it that. It's actually, the formal name of it is the WSOP Poker Room at Bally's. I see. So that's what they've gone by, sure. Are they still in that so. kind of downstairs, in-between space without windows? Is that where they are? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Um, and they've, you know, because the tournament scene has quieted down in Atlantic City, they've actually reduced their tournament schedule pretty, uh, um, pretty. Uh, what's the best way to describe it? They don't have a lot of tournaments. Extensively, thank you. That's a good word for that. And they actually, because the bad beat jackpot between the two properties, the two Caesars properties, is so big right now at over three hundred fifty thousand. They've actually canceled tournaments because of because of the demand for cash games, which I spent a great deal of time playing in the last two days. Well, so it's been amazing to see the cash games actually growing again. When it's I been was nice to see the business. When I was there, they had one two and an occasional two five. What did they spread when you were there? They spread a whole bunch of one two, the occasional two five game, uh, a couple one ones, uh, which actually weren't running last night, which surprised me. And they run a two four six game now, two four six limit game, which I just relaxed to just play some bad beat and high end. And uh, but that's a that's a fun limit game. I mean, you walk on a hundred bucks, you're having a great night. 
Right. So that was a lot of fun to play. They were also running a 10-20 split game, uh, Omaha 8 and Stud 8. And I think there was actually a wait list for like 3-6 Omaha at one point. I don't think it ever got off, but uh, there, was a, there was a wait list for that the first night I was there. The second night I was there, was there they had a, a small wait list for like, or a small interest list for a 3-6 Holman game. So I mean, they're spreading some decent games, and I know there's still the, the crowd that comes over from the, the old Taj uh, conglomerate. They used to play split games there that have come over to bring the 10-20 action there for, uh, for the Omaha 8 study game. So, but for the most part, if you're looking for anything beyond that, the Bally's doesn't really have the room with the dealers to spread a lot of the other games. Like Borgata basically gets the, uh, the lion's share of the cash game action like that. Right. So that's what happens. Um, listeners, for those of you that don't know, Poker Atlas is the. This is going to sound like a commercial. It's not. It's just my opinion. But Poker Atlas yeah. is the really the only, from what I've seen, authoritative, guaranteed to be right ninety nine percent of the time, thorough listing yeah. of poker rooms in every place in the United States and largely in the world, but certainly in the United States where there is a poker room. You know, we're going to take a brief break and then we'll be right back. Do you like using your tablet or phone at the poker table but hate running out of battery at the end of a long tournament day or cash game? Then you need the Grinder Gadget. The Grinder Gadget is a portable, compact charging station and stand designed by poker players for poker players. It gently grips the rail and allows you to prop up and charge your phone and tablet without touching the felt. The Grinder Gadget not only works really well on a poker rail, but just about anywhere. An airplane tray, a desk, anywhere. No more setting up your tablet on some wobbly table or leaving it on the floor. Its battery is powerful enough to charge most tablets and phones and still have plenty of juice left over for your headphones or any other device you have. You can even purchase a backup battery for those extra long sessions or trips. So if you like to grind while you grind, the Grinder Gadget is exactly what you've been waiting for. Check out www.grindergadget.com for more information. Get grinding and stay grinding with the Grinder Gadget. This, this is, is the House of Cards. This is your poker education. Let's play some cards. Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. Uh, listeners, just so if you haven't uh, tuned in when we first started, we're talking with Mark Durant. He is an information specialist for Poker Atlas. You guys are almost always right on the money and current. How do you do that? Uh, I'll tell you, actually, it's not the easiest job in the world in that regard. And, and I know there have been, we've gotten correspondence from people that have been in, disenchanted at times with certain things. But the way I look at it this is this. You know, when you're dealing with over 600 poker rooms in North America, which is what we cover, we cover every legally operated poker room, um, you can't be perfect, but you try your hardest to do. And that's all I've ever tried to do for the company. It's all I've ever tried to do for John and, um, and Poker Atlas. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a tough job uh, at times because you don't get the greatest cooperation from certain rooms, smaller rooms, you know, rooms that don't have a set. Uh, room manager per se, or a set uh, table games manager that would that would run the room. Like smaller rooms don't even have a poker room manager, so you're you're at the mercy of whoever's answering the phone. So it makes it difficult that way to to cultivate relationships where you can get the information on a monthly basis or even a weekly basis is sometimes difficult. Um, but you just try every avenue. You try to call at different times. I mean, I've I've called poker rooms at nine in the morning and twelve thirty at night just to see if I can get somebody who can give me the information. To keep our to keep our website as updated and as fresh as possible. So right, yeah, you know, it, it, uh, it does a lot of legwork. There's no question about it. And I'm proud of what we've done. I mean, it's for a, for a, for a small group of people working with 580 rooms, we've uh, we've spread the wealth and got as much information on there as possible. And you know, I'm proud to say I work for the place. You know, I have a couple good, of good, questions. I have a couple of questions yeah. about that. Um, 
first of all, do you keep track of every room you visited? Keep track in what terms exactly? Well, do you have a list of all the places you've been? Oh, I, I mean, I have a list of every room that I keep track of. I mean, in terms of like the rooms I've visited, I mean, because my because my um, my area that I cover, which includes every room from from north to south, it goes from Maine to North Carolina, and it goes all the way out to Michigan. So I'm talking about probably 130 rooms in 14 states. Obviously, I haven't been to every one. Oh, but, it's not obvious. Know, oh, no, no, guy. That's yeah. I mean that Mark. That yeah. is not obvious. Um, I'm just curious because this is a contest for me. Do you know how many rooms you've been to? Exact number? No, I could estimate. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I've probably looked at in terms of the, in terms of the areas I deal with. I've probably been to roughly fifteen to twenty of them. Okay. If you include Las Vegas, that number probably sky. Or if you include Nevada, I should say that number probably skyrockets to about fifty. Because I've been to probably about thirty to thirty-five rooms between Reno and, and Las Vegas. Okay. Have you been so, to the room in? You know, uh, have you been to the room up in Maine, the Hollywood up in Bangor? I that's that's a little bit of a long trip. So <laughs> I mean, when you when you consider if you pick a two-hour radius, there's only three rooms in my. There's only like, well, you know, most of the New Hampshire rooms within two hours of me. So you're talking about maybe eight rooms within a two-hour radius of me driving me turning stone for me for about three and a half hours. Right. So it's a hike. Do you go but, up yeah, to I mean, pretty much everyone there? Do you go up to Canada? Have you been to Snakes or Players or Casino de Montreal? I have not been to a poker room in Montreal. I've been to the Casino de Montreal um, probably a good 40, 50 times, but it was actually before I played poker, which I started in about 2001 or 2002. I see. So I've never actually played poker in Montreal, but I've been to that casino many times. I couldn't even tell you where the room is in the actual facility. So. But it's it's interesting because I do want to get back up there as soon as I get my passport. Okay, um, that's well, a city I do love to play in. I had a couple of other questions for you. I'm wondering sure. what the most uncooperative room you ever contacted, or if you can tell us, and what if you have any stories about how people were not cooperative when you tried to get them to at least give you up to date <laughs> information. I I'll tell you what, there's two good stories there. Um, when I was originally doing the research for Poker Atlas back in 2012, I was just trying to get basic information about rooms. And, and you know, Ashley, as well as I do, what basic information is. Right. If you have TVs, if you have Wi-Fi, actually, how many, how many tables you have. I mean, as simple information as possible when you walk into that room. I actually had a casino in California. I can't name it, not because I don't want to. It's because I can't remember the name of it. And it, it was in the northern. It was, it was in the San Francisco area. I remember that. And it might have been Lucky Chances, but I don't want to brand them for anything. Um, but I was told that they weren't allowed to get out, get out that information over the phone and that I had to send a written request to this particular person. They gave me the email. I sent the email to that person and never got a reply. I thought, I thought that was a good one. That's the other good. one, now I can, tell you, I can tell you about this one recently, um, I don't mind, <laughs> I don't want to name it for giving them, you know, publicity, but it was actually a charity room in Michigan. Um, I contacted, because in, in Michigan with charity rooms, you don't so much have an owner as much as you have the owner of a um, poker supply company that owns the rooms. So the owner of this particular supply company owned this singular room, and I contacted her asked her if I could get the information on the tournaments. This is back in June. I, she said I could, she was busy having breakfast with her daughter or something, and it was at 1130 in the morning. I'm thinking, <laughs> okay, obviously they stay up late. So it's, it's starting to sound like my lifestyle, you know, getting to that at 230 in the morning. So I said, well, do you have an email address? So she gave me the email address. I emailed her, and like I said, this was back in June. haven't gotten a reply from her. I called the room on, I want to say it was a Sunday night. I introduced myself as Mark from the Poker Atlas. I got silence, and he hung up. <laughs> so I tried. So I, so so just to make sure I was on the right wavelength, I called the next night, somewhere near the same time. Silence, hang up. Wow. And like, I said, okay, we can play that game. So we've, I've actually I've actually discussed this with my manager because I mean I don't know if you are aware I know charity rooms in Michigan have a very difficult time 
because of the gaming control board, the way they run things, they're very, very strict. I mean, it makes New Hampshire look like child play. New Hampshire, as you probably know, has had a lot of uh, tight regulations until they recently allowed them to play no limit poll right. in, in cash games. Well, Michigan makes them, uh, does not allow them to advertise. They, they're not allowed to pay for advertising. So there was one room, they were slightly uncooperative with me in that the manager of the room wouldn't give me the information for fear that the gaming control board would come after him for advertising their tournaments on our site without, their, without the names of the charities and their license numbers. I called the owner and I said, look, I said, we're an, we're an individual entity not located in Michigan and they're not paying us to advertise. All we're asking for is when their tournaments are and, and how much they cost to get in and maybe a few structure details. They said, there's nothing, there's nothing the state can tell us that's illegal. Right. So I said, if you, if you want, if you want the, if you want the free advertising, you're more than welcome to send me the information. And he says, I'll get on it. And essentially I did get the information. Wow. But yeah, some, some rooms, can, some rooms can be a little quirky. Some are great. I have, I have several room managers or shift managers who send me timely emails every month, like clockwork. I have some that with a little urging as in like a quick email to them, or I've got some people that text me stuff. So it's been fantastic that way. I've got them, they call me and say, hey, we got one tournament change. They'll give me the tournament change. I'll throw it in the database. Um, there are some, you got to pull teeth, literally. You have to be a dentist right. to get the information. All right. And then finally, um, give us your website so that anybody that wants all the information that you have can access it. Where do they go? Yeah. If they go to, they go to www.pokeratlas.com. Thanks for joining us, Mark. Thanks, Ashley. Always a pleasure. Okay. Uh, listeners, we're going to come back right after a quick break. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a pro-caliber poker table. Pro-caliber tables are made with high-quality gaming suede and suited speed cloths. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a pro-caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code HOCRADIO when you check out at ProCaliberPoker.com or when ordering by phone at 240-25-POKER. That's 240-257-6537. Remember, to get your free gift when ordering your poker table, use offer code HOCRADIO. That's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O. Order by phone at 240-257-6537 or online at ProCaliberPoker.com. ProCaliber Poker Tables. Stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. Are you or a loved one currently suffering from arthritis, COPD, or other chronic conditions and can't get relief from current treatments? If so, there may be another option. Local physicians are conducting research studies in your area today, and you may be eligible to receive up to $1,300 in compensation for participation. These studies are confidential and are taking place for a limited time. Call 855-912-PAIN, 855-912-PAIN today to see if you qualify. Health insurance is not required. Call 855-912-7246. Want some more excitement in your life? Sign up at virgincasino.com with promo code VIRGIN and you'll get up to $100 real cash back, plus for a limited time, $10 in free bonus money to play with. Enjoy slot and casino games like Wheel of Fortune, Cleopatra, Monopoly, Blackjack, and much more. Play on desktop or mobile device with our iOS and Android apps. Must be 21 and over and located in New Jersey. New patrons only. $10 minimum deposit and a wager required to qualify for $100 real cash back. Bonus money must be played through one time before withdrawal. Rules and dates apply. Gambling problem? Call one 800 Hi, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. I just wanted to let you know about a newspaper in the New England area. If you're looking for poker tournaments or the latest promotions at Foxwoods, Mohegan Sun, Twin River, or if you want to find out what's happening in Las Vegas, Atlantic City, or other casinos around the country, then I recommend you check out New England Gaming News for all the latest news, events, and hot casino action from around the region. You can do that in one of two ways. You can either pick up their free copies at gambling venues throughout New England, or you can visit them at www.thenegn.com 
and sign up for exclusive specials and promotions. That's www.thenegn.com. The New England Gaming News, New England's only resource for complete casino and poker news. Need to sell your house fast? We're Homevestors, the We Buy Ugly Houses people. You've seen our big yellow billboards with our caveman Ugg, but did you know that Homevestors is America's number one home buyer? At Homevestors, we can buy your house as is, pay you cash, and usually pay most of the closing costs, and we close fast. Call today for your no obligation consultation and get out of that ugly real estate situation. If your house needs repairs, you're ready to downsize, tired of renters and those rental property repairs, retiring, experiencing a job transfer, inherited a property, or just need to sell your house fast, do what thousands of satisfied Homevestor customers have done. Call Homevestors today for a no-obligation consultation at 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. We'll close fast and pay cash. So what are you waiting for? Call Homebesters today. 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. It's Thursday night and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hey, this is Dave Weishaddle from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of December 28, 2015. Schenectady, New York is getting a casino. The State Gaming Commission unanimously approved a license to the Rivers Casino and Resort. The 60-acre site will be located along the Mohawk River. It will have a 50,000-square-foot gaming floor, over 1,100 slot machines, and 66 table games. The commission also awarded licenses to the Lago Casino in Seneca County and the Montrain Casino in Sullivan County. A Boston University hockey player has been suspended for the season for allegedly betting on sports. Junior forward Nick Roberto has been suspended from the team after an investigation conducted by the university. In a statement, BU said they turned over the results of the investigation to the NCAA, who took remedial action. And finally, Hong Kong-based Paradise Entertainment has unveiled the first robot car dealer. The prototype is a brunette named Min, and while she can only deal cards right now, the planned enhancements have her recognizing customer faces and speaking to them in different languages. It's going to get pretty weird in casinos in a couple of years. From all of us at House of Cards, have a happy and safe New Year. And reminding you, have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation, send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. The key to winning poker is knowledge. And winning No Limit Hold'em, the new book by World Series of Poker veteran Ashley Adams, can give you that knowledge. Cash games, small tournaments. Whether you're a seasoned player, a novice, or just find yourself losing more often than you win, winning No Limit Hold'em can show every type of player how to consistently win at the game of No Limit Hold'em. You know it's been said that winning isn't everything, but it sure feels a whole lot better than losing. Get winning No Limit Hold'em, the new book by Ashley Adams, and start winning today. Now available at Amazon.com and wherever great books are sold. You're listening to the House of Cards. Let's play. Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams, your host of House of Cards. And uh, we are going to change things up with this interview. You know, normally we have somebody talking about the technical side of the poker industry or how to play a hand or what it's like to be a championship poker player. But 
this interview, which admittedly would probably be better as a television interview, is with one of the World Poker Tour Royal Flush Girls. In fact, the newest one, her name is Marilyn Kamiski. She is by training, well, by experience, she'll tell you about all her travels, her modeling and the like, and she is a Royal Flush Girl. So, Marilyn, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be with you. So, for our listeners, tell us a little bit about your background prior to being a Royal Flush Girl. How did you start out in modeling and what brought you to the point that you were willing to work for the World Poker Tour? Well, I've been modeling for six years. Um, I started my career in modeling in Las Vegas. I moved to Las Vegas from Sacramento, California uh, to study hotel management at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. And um, I actually come from a long family of models and actresses. And I always swore it off for years. I said, you know, I never want to model. I never want to act and everything else. But uh, in college, I needed to figure out a way to help fund uh, my tuition and everything else. And so I had always been periodically approached for modeling. And so I finally said, you know, okay, I'll do it. And so I started working in trade shows and spokes modeling. And then I started working as a Showtime Boxing Green Girl. And I've done a lot of print for um, catalogs and online, uh, like fashion and things like that. And so I've been modeling for several years now. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to ask you, since you are by profession a model, I'm going to ask mm-hmm. you a question that may be somewhat embarrassing, but I imagine you're used to it. This is a radio show. Can you describe sure. your appearance to our listeners? Sure. Um, I am I'm mixed, so I'm Chinese, French, Portuguese, and German. I'm 5'8", I'm pretty tall, tan. I have long brown hair, brown eyes. Um, I have a pretty big smile. I, I love to smile and chat with new people. And um, I'd like to say I have a big Portuguese booty. <laughs> so all my outfits always have to be, always have to be custom made to fit my booty. <laughs> okay. I've seen, but, you know, I have actually seen, my producer showed me pictures of you. Uh, in the East Coast where this show initiates, we would describe you as drop-dead gorgeous. And I know that doesn't do you justice because it's too general a phrase, but there's no question you are an absolutely beautiful woman. Do you enjoy modeling or do you just see it as a means to an end? You know, in the beginning, I have to say that I I saw it as a means to the end. In the beginning, I I had expected to go to law school and I wanted to pursue international law. But, um, you know, I've gotten to the point where I really, really love it. I love talking to people and meeting people from all walks of life. And it's really given me the ability to travel all over the world. I've um, I've lived and worked in five different countries, and I've, I've traveled to actually 47 countries now all over the globe. And I do know that if I didn't have this type of career, I wouldn't have been able to do that so early on. And I'm, I'm really, really thankful for that. Well, that's great. Um, you say you've lived and worked in four countries or five countries. How do you go about getting a job in a foreign country? Do you need to have a special visa, or do you work under the table? I mean, you can tell us. Um, do you do you work officially? I mean, how do you do that? <laughs> well, you know, the first time the first time I did it, I was I was studying abroad in Singapore for a year, and um, again, I got approached for modeling, and so I started working with the tourism board in some of their their commercials for hospitality, and then I got into some print in Singapore. So I was. In Singapore, I was under a student visa, and I just happened to model on the side. And then um, after I graduated college, I fell in love with the idea of backpacking. So I saved up a bunch of money and moved to Europe to backpack, and I fell in love with Greece. And so the next summer, I didn't know a soul. I didn't have really anything lined up. I just got myself a plane ticket, a one-way plane ticket, and lined up a hotel for 10 nights. And I moved there, and I found a job working the bottle service at a big club in in Mykonos, Greece, the party island, and um, I didn't really do much modeling there. I just more had a great time and served drinks with people and got to chat with people from all over the world. And so um, that's why I did it there. And then I I worked as a, I, I taught business English in Rome, actually. And again, I started modeling on the side there. So I was under, I was on, I stayed, I basically overstayed my visa if you went the long and the short of it. <laughs> for, um, for, for Rome, I didn't, I stayed on a tourist visa and then, and then just worked kind of under the table. What prompted you to say the next step on my career ladder is working for the World Poker Tour? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, one of my really good girlfriends, Jeannie Duffy, she was one of the lead uh, Royal Flush girls. And 
I, you know, I've watched her and her career and her ability to travel all over the world, and I really, really admire her. And so um, she brought up the opportunity, opportunity to me about working for the World Poker Tour, and, you know, I couldn't have been more thrilled. I jumped at the opportunity, and, you know, they flew me, in, flew me into Irvine for an interview, and um, there, there were several girls being interviewed for the position, and I was just really lucky enough to and fortunate enough to get it. And so... Um, I just I just had my first event in in, um, in Durant, Oklahoma, and our next one's scheduled in L.A. in a couple weeks. Durant, and, Oklahoma, no. is the Choctaw uh, Indian Reservation yeah. Casino, right? That, yeah, that's right. In Durant, I think they pronounce the first syllable. Durant. Durant, right? Uh, what do you do as a royal flush girl? Do you have um, special duties? Do you just stand there and look beautiful? You don't play poker or anything. What What's your role? Well, so you know, actually, I wasn't when I first started. I wasn't a hundred percent sure. And then, you know, for our first event, I realized there's actually quite a bit to it. Um, not only are we doing countless interviews with players as well as ourselves, but um, we we're also doing tons of photo shoots and commercials and you know teaser reels and scissor reels and. Then, you know, we, of course, we, we walk amongst the players um, throughout the entire tournament and chat with everyone and make sure everyone's having a nice time. And we go to all the events and take pictures with them. And, you know, we're, we're basically ambassadors for the World Poker Tour. And um, we're, we're teaching them currently right now how to play poker, and I'm, I'm really excited. I used to be a blackjack at Caesar's Pool, and I love card games. So I know that pretty soon I'm going to be down at the table wanting to play against all the other big players. <laughs> okay, well, tell me this. You say they've just started to teach you, and I think you mentioned off the air a 10-minute instructional video. What do they teach you first so that you can start to learn how to play poker? Well, it was actually, it was not an instructional video. Um, one of my managers sat me down at a table, and she just kind of started showing us just the hands and what they all mean and um, just the beginning process, the beginning process of the game um, and you know, points and everything else. And so... Um, I think that's pretty quick. I, I know it's going to take a little bit longer. I'm I'm looking forward to being able to to learn how to bluff because <laughs> truthfully, I get I get very giddy. <laughs> I get very excited about having a good hand. So I know that you know my I'm going to have a really tough time bluffing. That's for sure. Well, you know, I actually I wrote a couple of poker books, and in my most recent one, which is teaching. Uh, people had to play No Limit Texas Hold'em. You may even want to get a copy of it. It's winning No Limit Hold'em. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I create a game where you just really start with one card each so that you're not confused by the ranking of the hands or making a hand. And it focuses entirely on bluffing, where you are dealt a single card oh, wow. and your opponent's dealt a single card. And then you have to decide whether to bet or to fold. It's just really two options. And then you learn at the very basic level what bluffing is all about. It really has nothing to do with the value of your hand or whether a flush beats a straight or a full house beats a flush. It's all about um, how to bet in a way that convinces your opponent that your hand is worth more than his so that he'll fold. But um, I'm wondering, do you have any experience before being in casinos in your world travel, or is this really your first exposure to casinos as well? I, mean, I, I live in Las Vegas, so I've been to, you know, all, of course, all the casinos here, and I've worked so many events, countless events in all the casinos. Um, I also have been to Monte Carlo, and of course been to that casino, and many Indian reservation casinos uh, in California. But um, this, is, this will definitely be, this is going to be a whirlwind. Now we're, in a couple weeks, we're going to be in L.A. at the Bicycle Casino, and then we're going to, of course, be going to the Borgata Casino in uh, about a month. And then we're going to be going to Sanya, China in October for six days. And I'm thrilled about that because then I can, of course, extend my trip and travel again through Southeast Asia. But, um, we're, I mean, we really are on a world tour here. So I'll, I'll, at the very end of this, be able to see every incredible casino across the world. When you're working as a royal flush girl, it's, I imagine it's not just like a, uh, modeling assignment is this a full-time job do you get an annual salary or do they pay you like you would for a shoot uh in a modeling assignment every time you show up they pay for your expenses and they pay for your time or is it a full-time job no i i just posted them recently and said you know i love doing this i wish this was a full-time job but no unfortunately it's um it's not you know it's, it's per event and 
they're, you know, a lot of them are between five and six days. So they, they pay us per assignment. I so, see. Um, yeah, it would be, be wonderful if it was a full-time. I, I think I'd probably have the best full-time job in the world. But no, I, it's not. I, I supplement it with a lot of other modeling work as well. That's what I was going to ask. So it's not exclusive. It's not like, like if you were a Playboy bunny or you were a – um, a very visible figure that they might say, well, you, we're going to pay you a lot of money to work for us, but that has to come with an exclusivity clause where you can't be doing modeling for anybody else because we want your face and image to be associated with our product. You are allowed to do whatever other modeling you want to do. Sure. I mean, we have a, we have a contract where, you know, we definitely were, they are the one silver company that I would work with. But as far as all the other stuff, you know, like I said, I, I am a, a boxing Showtime ring girl, and I have a lot of other modeling contracts. So, no, I, I am still able to represent a lot of other companies, but they do keep me so busy with the World Poker Tour. I'm, I'm traveling between about once every two and a half weeks. So it is it is a big, it is a huge contract, for sure. Great. Well, congratulations on getting the gig. I wish you well learning you. the game of poker. I mean, you're in Las Vegas. You could practice lots of the time. Oh, yeah. and, and there seems to be some un to me, inexplicable link between a woman's attractiveness and her ability to play high-level poker. I mean, when you look at the <laughs> when you look at the new crop of poker players, it's often a lot of these spokesmodel types that have come into the poker world, and they kind of oh, yeah. double as models and professional poker players. I, I'm not sure why that is. Maybe because your looks are unsettling to most of the mainstream male poker players. <laughs> um, but I wish you success in both of your endeavors. Oh, oh one you. last thing. Before we end, can you give us a website that people can go to to check you out? Sure. Um, my website is www.globetrottingmodel.com. Globetrottingmodel.com. How apt. Well, thank you very much, Marilyn. I've really enjoyed talking to you. And again, I wish it were television, but we'll have to suffice with radio. <laughs> thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming. Take care. Listeners will be back after a quick break. Attention poker players! Do you like using your tablet or phone at the poker table, but hate running out of battery at the end of a long tournament day or cash game? Then you need the Grinder Gadget. The Grinder Gadget is a portable, compact charging station and stand designed by poker players for poker players. It gently grips the rail and allows you to prop up and charge your phone or tablet without touching the felt. The Grinder Gadget not only works well on a poker rail, but just about anywhere. An airplane tray, a desk, anywhere. No more setting up your tablet on some wobbly table or leaving it on the floor. Its battery is powerful enough to charge most tablets and phones and still have plenty of juice left over for your headphones or any other device you have. You can even purchase a backup battery for those extra long sessions or trips. So if you like to grind while you grind, the Grinder Gadget is exactly what you've been waiting for. Check out www.grindergadget.com for more information. Get grinding and stay grinding with the Grinder Gadget. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a pro-caliber poker table. Pro-caliber tables are made with the highest quality gaming suede on the market. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now, you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a pro-caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, that's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, when you check out at ProCaliber.com or when ordering by phone at 24025-POKER, 24025-POKER, that's 240-257-6537. ProCaliber Poker Tables. Stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. 
They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. my wife and tell her about the game. You mean you haven't asked her yet? Asked her? Look, George, women are the weaker sex. Men are the stronger. I don't ask my wife. I just say, look, baby, I'm playing poker tonight. That's that. Gee, I could never do that. I'll show you could. You're a member of the stronger sex. I am? Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. This is the mailbag segment when I'm joined in studio by my handsome producer, Dave Weishattle. Dave, what do we have this week? If you have a question for us, you can email us at info at houseofcardsradio.com, tweet us at HOC Radio, post a question on our Facebook page, or leave a message or text us on the House of Cards hotline, 609 474 4627. What's that number again, Dave? That's 609-474-HOCR, which is 4627. And remember, if we use your uh, question on the air, you get a party poker baseball hat. Dave, uh, what's up for this segment this week? You know, we've gotten the same question over three different states by three different people, and I want to give some credit to them. Steve in Reading, Pennsylvania, Joe in Cranston, Rhode Island, and Linda in Marlton, New Jersey. Uh, and I'll just take Steve's, and he gives us Cranston, Rhode Island. What station would they be listening to? Do you think they just listen on the internet? I think we they listen online, the internet, with your phones. I, it's amazing how many people listen out of our broadcast area. The new casino is planned to be built in Philly, right next to the stadium where the Eagles play, and the NFL had no problem with this. However, about a year ago, when a casino was proposed in Foxborough, where the Patriots play. The NFL was against it. No. So what's the difference? No, the difference has nothing to do with the NFL. First of all, there's no sports betting, and so the NFL is neutral. Um, In Foxborough, it was the community that was opposed to it. That that was an uproar. Yeah, the community didn't want an expansion of what they see as outsiders coming in, and a casino would be a huge expansion, so they were vehemently against it. The NFL... Did not weigh in, unless I totally missed it. The NFL did not weigh in at all, because that's not their practice. They are opposed to sports betting in New Jersey, in any place other than Las Vegas, and where they have it, I guess you got uh, different kinds of it in Oregon and uh, in Delaware. Uh, I forget what they call them, but they have specialty parlay betting. Parlay betting. Apparently you can bet on games, but you have to bet on more than one game. Right, right. And it's not true sports betting. Uh, but, no, I think the NFL was neutral in Foxborough. It was the community that was yeah. opposed to Actually, it. I don't think the NFL cares because I think the Rivers Casino in Pittsburgh is pretty close to where... Walking distance. Yeah, it's walking. You can walk yeah, across the... Uh, yeah. yeah, it's walking distance. Uh, they don't care. Yeah. The, the one thing, the only reason I was thinking about this question was I was Kraft the owner of the land where the casino was proposed to be built? Because I, I think the NFL would probably have some kind of issue if an owner or... I don't know. That's the only reason I can uh, think of if, I don't if know. the NFL was opposed to it. Yeah, I don't know. Good question. Anything but, else going on? Uh, yes, we do. We uh, I, this, I've gotten about six emails this week, seven emails last week. I thought it was a pretty easy question, and uh, I guess it's kind of complicated for people how do you qualify for the world series of poker the people are saying where do i find these events that i can win a seat and because we have a lot of guests talking about you know it's very easy that's what i'm thinking about it's you don't need to qualify for the world series of poker 
All it takes to enter the World Series of Poker is the cost of the entry fee. That's all you have to do. There are satellites for some of them. There are some online satellites that are legal in Uh some states. Um, There are satellites in poker rooms where the first prize is they give you money. That must be applied to the World Series Uh of Poker. And then there are tons of satellites on site at the Rio and other uh, Caesars properties where you Right then, during the week or weeks of the World Series, you can win an entry fee. But you don't have to enter that way. Most people enter by ponying up the money. I've played in the World Series. I've never played in the main event. I've played in other events. I've ponied up 1500 2500 2000 um, I've never wanted to pay the ten grand, but you could. You could. <laughs> I'm glad you answered that because it, it, people were getting confused about, like, uh, yeah, I want to know the closest satellite so I can qualify. I was like, well, I'm going to ask you this because I know you don't have to qualify. And you can you can put up money and do In whatever. In fact, there's a tournament going I just, on. I think that just confuses the casual yeah. player. When you say satellite, it sounds so official that it's sanctioned by them. Um, there's an event, a private event in Boston, actually one of the suburbs, um, where players, I, I enter usually, it's 250 bucks. Uh, first place, and last year they paid first and second, went to the World Series of Poker. And uh, then when they, if they finished in the money, the deal is they had to share their winnings, some of their winnings, with all the people that played in the satellite tournament called the Cream Pie Tournament because everybody <laughs> wants a piece of the pie. And that'll do it for House of Cards. Come back next week. Until then, good luck and good day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.